What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 28 of 100X Secrets, where I document my journey uncovering the secrets to explosive business growth and market domination. My name is Braden Johnson, and my goal is to create a billion-dollar business and help 100 other people do the same thing by my 65th birthday so that I and those people can help make a massive 100X difference in the world. <sighs> so it's been uh, a couple of days since I uh, I last recorded. Um, I am here in Tennessee with my family for the Christmas break. Uh, class has just finished up. I, uh, let's see, I, I wasn't, well, yeah, anyway, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't planning on sharing this, I guess, but um, I had uh, probably one of the biggest losses that I have had in a long time, I would say. Um, I This is hard. <laughs> so I, I failed a class uh, in college. I, I failed my religion class and uh, it like really ticks me off that I uh, didn't do the work that it took to get there. Um, I am frustrated that I procrastinated. It was, uh, you know, there was, uh, there were week long modules. There's like 16 or 17 of them and everything was due, you know, Saturday night. And, uh, and so I, I, I let all, you know, six or seven hours of, of work pile up right until like 6 PM where I had like, you know, five hours to do it. And, and uh just didn't just didn't get it done um so i i spent probably i don't know i probably spent like two probably two hours just sitting and just like thinking about like what like what went wrong like um you know like why didn't i have the motivation why didn't i you know why did i procrastinate why and um i'm just kind of analyzing that failure and, uh, and I kind of put together a game plan of, um, some things that I, uh, that I, that I'm, that I intend to do, uh, to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And, um, I guess I feel okay sharing that. Um, I, because I, you know, I was listening to, um, I was listening to Russell Brunson's podcast, Marketing Secrets, and, um, he shared one, and it was called Entrepreneurial Scars, and he shared, um, how, he, uh, it was the second time rebuilding his business, um, after a, you know, a big, um, bankruptcy and, uh, or, or, you know, after the first bankruptcy and, uh, things were booming. They, you know, they had a big call center with like 60 employees and, uh, and then eventually, um, he had a bank account. Uh, he had a merchant account, at a particular bank, and he was doing all his business through that. And he, uh, what he didn't realize is that that, restricted him to just, uh, to, you know, to the mercy of, you know, that one bank. And so if there was something with, uh, with how much money he was making, uh, that looked fishy to the, to, you know, to the bank and they wanted to like hold, you know, they could, you know, put a freeze on his account they could, and they did. And he had to lay off like 60 people, um, because, uh, you know, cause, and, and he couldn't make payroll because, uh, because the bank, uh, thought that he was doing something fraudulent because, you know, he brought in a hundred or $200,000, you know, in, in, 
you know, a matter of days um, from, you know, from his, uh, you know, when his funnels went live. And, uh, and he said that was just like a wrenching experience for him. You know, he had, he went home, it was just before Christmas and, and, uh, you know, he had to, you know, he had to, he had to talk to his wife and his kids about it and stuff. And, and, uh, but it was real. It was, you know, it, it was, it was a, it was a failure that happened and it gave him an opportunity to reevaluate his life and, and learn from his mistakes and identify, you know, what he has to do to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And obviously, you know, he, you know, from then he, he realized like, you know, <laughs> have, have multiple different, uh, merchant accounts in multiple different banks, uh, <laughs> definitely diversify. And so, you know, that was an important lesson he learned, but, but, uh, you know, but he, he explained that, you know, that, that episode was, was something that, that, so many of his, uh, you know, tons and tons of people were like writing him and just like thanking him and saying like, you know, I so appreciate you, you know, sharing that like wrenching experience, you know, I can totally relate. I had this similar thing or, you know, and it, and it was just very impactful to, you know, to his audience. And, uh, you know, I guess I would be lying if I was like pretending that I was perfect and, and, uh, you know, had everything together. I certainly don't. Um, as my, you know, the first first field class that I ever had in my life, I uh, didn't think I would do that, and uh, you know it sucks, but I have to recognize that you know it's my fault. There's things I didn't do, and you know ultimately I can change it. So anyway, just wanted I just wanted to share that it just came to my mind and and uh, very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but failure is inevitable, you know, and if we, um, if, you know, if we want to be successful, you know, my brother, uh, Devin, he's, he's here with us, um, you know, for the break right now as well. And, and, uh, a, qu- uh, a quote that he has, and he actually like, he, uh, he, you know, had it printed on a little piece of paper and then he like taped it onto one of his old desks, uh, that I, you know, back at our house growing up. Sorry, it's cold out here. <laughs> I'm sitting on my porch. It's like, I don't know, probably 30 degrees outside. I've got two jackets on and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like shivering. So um, many of the quote that he was saying that he had was the way to never lose is to never give up. And I, I, I love that. I think success doesn't go to the people, you know, the crown, the, the, the trophy doesn't go to the people who never failed it goes to the people who pushed through the failure and, and kept going, you know, kept learning. And so, you know, that's part of the reason why, you know, I intend to publish 300 episodes of my podcast this coming year. Um, and why I'm going to keep going to school, (laughs) even though I had a failure, I, you know, I flipping failed a class. Like, um, it's because I, I, I'm not going to let a particular failure, ruin my future and so that's that's something that you know that russell brunson shared and um i'm sure oh you know and a particular thing i was you know as i was reading the entre entre leadership book by uh, dave ramsey that was a thing that i really appreciated and connected with um in his book is it like he shared experiences where he like did something dumb or he or he, 
you know, did something that was bullheaded and, and uh, arrogant or thoughtless or um, things like that. And, and he talked about the negative consequences that came from it. Uh, negative consequence. I, I just looked at my GPA. It was, I think it was like a three point, I don't know, probably like a 3.2 or something like that. And it dropped down. Um, I mean, it's a three, I think it's like a 3.07, which is not terrible. Um, but it's like kind of embarrassing that anyway, it's uh, enough on that, but, um, but sharing our weakness allows other people to relate to us. And that's another thing that I, um, that I remember from, uh, one of Russell Brunson's podcasts is, is he said that, uh, you know, he has his inner circle group. He, you know, people pay $25,000 to, uh, to, to be in this mastermind group. There's only a hundred spots available. And, uh, and so he was sharing, uh, notes that he took as they were going around and, uh, each person was sharing, you know, what they had learned and, and the lessons they'd come off with from business. And, uh, and one of them was a story of this uh, particular woman. Uh, I think she was, you know, some kind of fitness personality or something. And, and, uh, and she shared this very embarrassing story of how, um, she was, she was working out on live, uh, television, you know, live, uh, broadcast and, uh, and, and she, she wet herself, uh, you know, and her pants were, you know, you know, stained and stuff and like on camera <laughs> and, and she shared this, this, this embarrassing story that was, um, you know, that was, that was really hard for her. And she shared, she was part of the reason she was sharing it was that she, she chose to accept the fact that something uncomfortable and, and embarrassing happened. And, uh, and she was looking around and she actually found um, a coach who uh, was able to work with women and helped um, help them strengthen like their pelvic floor muscles so that they so that they could prevent that um, that you know that kind of um, you know urination from happening and uh, and then she she so she put together this um, you know this this ebook on, uh, you know, different exercises and things to, you know, overcome that problem, sold it for $37 online. And she actually made a million dollars, I think in like the first month or something that it was aired. And, uh, just because she was, she was open and honest about a problem that she had. And then, uh, and then she worked, uh, to, to create a solution for it. And, uh, and she was able to serve a lot of women. And so, um, thinking about that, it, it's, gosh, it sucks to be, <laughs> human sometimes <laughs> but um i don't know if i i guess if i if i can help relate to someone and you know any of you who are listening and um you know if i can if i can provide some kind of encouragement and uh support to get through you know any of the challenges you know no matter how embarrassing they are, then, you know, I, that's something I want to do. <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, so, you know, obviously that ties back to marketing because, you know, as people, as, as people feel like they can relate to us and understand us, that is the first step I feel like in, in, um, in building trust. And that's, that's all that sales is, is like, is establishing a relationship with that person 
and relationships are established based on trust. And so, um, you know, as, as we can let people see that we are trustworthy and that we, you know, that, that they can trust us and the brand and the message that we stand for, then, um, then I feel like we can, uh, we can make a much bigger impact on the world. So, um, I had a couple of other things that I wanted to share that kind of like skirted around those things, but I felt like, you know, kind of went well with sort of the topic there of my, you know, failing my class and stuff that I just kind of came to mind. But so, um, so I, I'll just kind of briefly, uh, share some of these things. Uh, primarily, um, I feel like the, the main takeaway that I've had is I've been learning quite a bit about, um, how to take a business that's, that's already had some success, you know, a million or $10 million per year in success and, uh, and growing, uh, you know, you know, 10 Xing, uh, that, uh, company. And so, uh, I wanted to, uh, share a couple of thoughts about that. So the, I think the thing that it's been, it's been something that I, that I've been aware of and, and I've been practicing or at least trying to, but I appreciated hearing it again was when Russell Brunson in his podcast shared that he, I forget how he heard this guy. I think he was listening to someone else's show and this guy was speaking or something, but this guy was, uh, is a pro, a professional at helping business owners, uh, and, and individuals become clear on what they want and then help them prioritize everything in their life so that they can, so they can get it. And, and so, uh, Brunson explained that he hired the guy on, uh, to be his coach and, and as they were going through this process, he was explaining that, um, the, the guy asked him to identify his, his someday destination, like the thing that, uh, like the accomplishments that he wanted to have someday, like not necessarily next year or in five years, but like, like someday, like overall. And so that, you know, he said that really got him thinking and it really got me thinking like, um, I, when I started doing that, so I, I came home from my mission, uh, about two years ago, uh, coming up on two years ago. And, uh, as part of the process of coming home from, uh, a mission for my church, uh, they, they have us go to this program called my plan and they, you know, they share quotes from prophets and stuff about, um, you know, the kind of priorities that the Lord expects us to have. And it encourages us to kind of, uh, consider our life and, and the, the impact that we want to have and the goals we want to have and like, uh, where we want to be with our education and our careers and our relationships and, um, our, you know, our families and different things. And so those really got my wheels turning. And, uh, and I, I forget why I started like thinking this big, but, um, it was sometime when I, you know, following my return from my mission that I started thinking, you know, about the big picture of like, what, like what I wanted to do. It might've even been, I guess, probably last summer, maybe even I'm forgetting, but I started thinking like, you know, do I, I want to, I want to help people. I want to, I want to give, I want to solve problems in the world and I want to do it in a really big way. And so I was like, it's like, you know, money obviously helps with that. So, uh, and so I started thinking, I was like, well, can I make a million dollars in a year? Can I make 10 million? Like, gosh, wouldn't it be crazy if I could make a hundred million dollars per year? And I was thinking, and I was like, I was like, 
you know, considering and, you know, part of part of my motivation, I want to um, I want to donate to my church. I want I want to make, you know, a really big difference in there. And I, I, I believe that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the kingdom of God on the earth. And that's not to say that I, I do not believe that other religions are uh, somehow less valuable, uh, that the people that, you know, uh, follow those religions are less loved by God. That's not at all what I'm saying. Um, but that I believe that, that God has established his kingdom in its fullness. And, 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 uh, and so that's, that's kind of a, a, that is the major reason why I want to, um, why I want to make so much money and why I want to make a billion dollars a year in profit. Um, because I want to be able to donate to that. It's, it's something that I believe in that I, that I, that I trust will, make the biggest difference in the world. And I, additionally, I want to, I want to eradicate diseases. Like I'm really inspired by, um, by Bill Gates, uh, you know, practically eradicating polio off the face of the earth. And like, um, like I want to create processes that like systematically can eliminate all these diseases that, you know, that, that cause people, you know, anguish. And, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, provide schools to like people throughout the world so that they can have this quality education that I have so that they can lift themselves out of poverty. Like, like those are the kind of things that, that motivate me. And, uh, and so anyway, so bringing it back, Russell Brunson was saying that, that he needed this, this coach was prompting him to, to become clear on these things. And so, um, as he did, he, he was able to reverse engineer that he was able to say, okay, so in order to, um, to achieve that someday goal, where do you need to be in the next five years to be on your, on the way to doing that? And he was like, okay, well, I need to, you know, have these processes in place. I need to have this part of my business be, you know, this size and different things. And so he's able to kind of make it more concrete. And he says, okay, to, in order to reach your five-year goal, where do you have to be in one year? You know, where you have to be next month? Um, what things do you have to do this week? Like what, what needs to be on your schedule today? And so like, you know, working backwards. And so, um, so that was something that he said was really crucial in helping him uh, cut off the fat, so to speak, in his business and, and really identify what specific things needed to be done to achieve his overall goal. And so last thing I thought was really fascinating. He said, um, you know, he talks about a value ladder, you know, having things at a lower tier, lower price range to, to help people, you know, be introduced to you and to see the value you can offer them. And then, uh, you know, gradually ascending in the amount of uh, value and the amount of money that um, that you charge your customers, and uh, and so he says, he says have tons and tons of front end offers, like have tons of uh, you know uh, cheaper things that that can provide value to your customers and help lots and lots of people get introduced to you, and then he says focus on having one mid tier offer, one uh, thing that's you know one or two thousand dollars that uh, that you can focus on funneling all of those front end offers into that one mid tier offer. And then from there, he said, have one high tier offer, you know, for him, it's his, his, uh, you know, it's $25,000 coaching program. And, uh, and so he said, you know, by becoming clear on these things, he was able to cut away the things that were relevant. They just, you know, they discarded, um, some really, uh, you know, some really influential, you know, some really, uh, lucrative parts of their business. Um, just because it wasn't specifically what they needed. And so, 
Um, and so that was, you know, just a big change that came from that clarity of thinking. So um, if I, you know, to, to kind of summarize today, um, I, you know, I would say, and, and what, you know, Russell Brunson was sharing and the people person that was in his, uh, when, you know, in his coaching program was saying like, be okay with sharing things that are, you know, that be, be okay with being vulnerable. Um, you know, people can relate to you. They can, they can see who you actually are. It's, it's being honest. It's, it's allowing them to understand who you are and that's essential in, you know, forming a relationship, which, which is what business is. And so, um, so, so be okay with being vulnerable, uh, with your customers and the people that you serve, uh, just like in any other relationship. And then, um, become clear on what you want, um, out of life, you know, become clear, like, like the kind of impact that you want your business to have. And then, um, reverse engineer from that to identify it, you know, in the next five years, what do you have to do, um, to get there? And then in the next one year, in the next month, week, day, um, so that, you know, exactly like every day, what you have to be doing to be moving the needle forward to, uh, to get toward your someday goal. And then, uh, and then finally, uh, have lots of front end offers, low ticket, uh, items and, and services you can provide to get people into your world, funnel them into a single mid tier offer, and then funnel those people into a single high tier offer and it'll help you focus and simplify your business and, uh, allow you to uh, really hone in on the marketing and, and, uh, and grow your business quickly. And, uh, so until next time, keep learning. Keep, uh, keep honing in on exactly what you want for your vision, for your life, and prepare yourself so you can make a 100x difference in the world.